came right about that time for the most ominous part of your week. Well, hopefully so anyway, in the way the world's burning apart. It is PZ85 Plays Dungeons & Dragons on the Podzilla 1985 Network. I am your Dungeon Master, Cody Sanducky, here for the second episode in our first installment of this lovely Curse of Strahd campaign. I use lovely just to set the opposite tone. You know, if you say something nice and then you pivot real hard, everybody gets confused. We have our five characters who have thus far made their way through two floors of this mysterious manor off of a road surrounded by mists, still trying to investigate the early mysteries of the land in which they have entered that of Barovia. And we will go to introduce our character starting on my top left. He is playing Rasmus Thomason. It is Double H. That's not my, that's not my name. <clears throat> uh, I got choked. I can't even do the bit. Never mind. Uh, are you sure? Uh, all right. I'm sorry, Turn Ferguson. Fine. We'll come back to it later. It's fine. <laughs> uh, play, playing Aiden. Sure, I assume it's Aiden Valmont today. You know, he may change it on me halfway through the episode again. It's uh, the co-owner and co-creator of Podzilla 1985. That is oh, Shannon Young. Oh, back the fuck up. There ain't no co-creator <laughs> of Podzilla 1985. Yeah, there you also, that's not my name anymore. You call me oh. Sh- you call me Shannon Two Cats. Shannon Two Cats. I thought he was going to call you the Remedy. That is the Remedy. The Two Cats are. That's It's uh, me, the- and then the Remedy is the Two Cats. I don't like it. I don't like it either, but that's going to make a hell of a six-man tag Uh, championship team right there. (laughs) Trios. Uh, Trios, that's right. King of trios. Next up, playing our resident Air Ganassi, it is Zephyra, a.k.a. Lindsay Wolfgong. I don't think I brought enough snacks. That's okay. You're getting getting resident a lot when it comes to these things. You're the resident, uh, whatever you were in Star Wars. You're the the resident. I thought I'd carry that trend. I'm here to take up space. (laughs) To my right in the world's most haunted Brady Bunch collection, it is Kaz playing Bjorn the Bloodhunter. What up, y'all? From uh, a new mysterious location that is not, despite the metal railing behind him, the place that we were at last week. So do not let the picture fool you. And to my left on the bottom row of this screen playing Old Red himself, it is the man himself, Tanner Calvert. I do have a new dog. Yes, you do have a new dog. Oh, you still got him? Yeah. What? No, it's just that we had heard some things. As opposed to? From Tanner. I feel like there's some speculations here I missed along the way, and I don't know how comfortable I am with exploring them this evening. Max does not like little dogs, and I also have a little dog that was here before him, so... And what's that little dog's name? Tell everybody. Baby Boy. Starring Tyrese. I damn it, you beat me to it because it was in my head. <laughs> the Cameron single everybody remembers. Okay. Oh, I hate myself for making early 2000s rap reference. So when last we left this crusading crew, we were on the trip up, because that's where the stairs go, to the third floor, allegedly, of this abandoned manor. And that is where I will pivot our players to now on our screen. Spirally stairs. Yes, and tell me, for those of you as Fog of War cooperating, where you can only see that staircase and a little bit in front of it. Yeah. Yeah, more or less. More or less. Well, I mean, I can see a little more than just, like, right in front of it. Right, yeah, that's just, yeah, that's about how it works. As long as you're not seeing the whole whole map, we should be okay. Well, I don't know if I'm seeing the whole map, Cody. This is what I'm seeing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's what you're supposed to see. Okay, okay. Cool. So cooperated. It was it was giving me some fits when I was setting up, and I was feeling very uncomfortable with it. 
Uh, speaking That's of feeling very hollow than, than watching Hunter sketches across the table from me. <laughs> Are you talking about those? No were fantastic helpful. sketches. No helpful. All right, and since we are uh, missing a few tokens, I'm going to bring us some flashbacks. Don't nobody tell you differently for right now. I probably need to work with each of you to grab a picture of your characters <laughs> if you have them from uh, Hero Forge so that I can then bring those into play in this Nobody's campaign. Yeah, hey, nobody is still there. I'm still There's a Santa bird. Claus. I'm a bird. Oh. Yeah, we're bringing back, all, bird. bringing back Harvest all the Birdman. Lizardman, Birdman. <laughs> Whatever Lindsay's character was, because I don't remember right now. Oh, uh, <laughs> a half-elf, I'm pretty sure. That's right, Horseman. And now, let's be honest, Tanner, your character's not terribly different, so you're fine. He was shorter, <laughs> with a, he was shorter and he was Santa Claus. All right, so he's, he's just young Claus. Yeah, he's just Nick right that's now. What, that's fine. That's, the, the token definitely looks shorter than the <laughs> current character. <laughs> Uh, okay, just a, so just got a message I have to mention on Gaming Grounds from Jorge that says, "Me interessa comprar Kirby and the and it trails off there." I can't tell if he's speaking a different language or just bad at typing. Now, see, you said Kirby, and I immediately thought, I was like, no, this is the Gaming Grounds site, so it's not who I thought it was." But it sounds like he's interested in a Kirby game. Yeah, to which uh, I, I would highly recommend Dance Dance Mania or Dance Dance Revolution because it uses your feet. And we know another person who likes that. So there you go. Well, Hunter, what do I do with my feet? Dance. Like you, you keep asking that. You don't do anything with them. What are you worried about your feet for? Hmm. They move. Move it. Move it. All right. Yeah. Don't okay. worry about people's knees. Anyway. Uh, uh, you should be. <laughs> oh, God. So now, uh, any questions before we start, I guess, now that we've kind of placed you guys in the map as it is for the time being? Well, I'm ready to run. No. Yep. Okay. I'm gonna kill something. Or it might kill you. It's toss-up. So, as we Believe left it. our last session, the five of you decided it was time to go up to uh, the mist-covered stairs. As the five of you approach the top of that staircase, the mist doesn't seem welcoming, but it does much like it did when it was revealing the manor. It just starts to move its way back and dissipate. At least in the room that you are in currently, this area that you occupy, you do not have any mist hanging over you. But what was mist is now a thick air of dust. You almost feel choked by the dust in the air that's here. Uh, this is at least a landing that appears as if many of the others you've seen so far. The walls are carved with autumn woodland scenes. They are mounted by oil lamps, so you guys do have lit view here as well. And as you can see in the image in front of you, you have a suit of armor of dark metal facing the balcony. Don't uh, more touch wolfy it. armor. Don't put that on. Don't put that on her head. And uh, don't go good. Uh, can I inspect that armor? Uh, you sure can. Man. <clears throat> I'm going to go to the opposite wall from him. I'm wondering if you guys, do you have control of your tokens? Uh, no. I probably don't, no. I okay. I'll do not. do that for this time. We'll see if we can set that up for next time. So. Damn it. Tanner, or, uh, I want to control my... I, I could probably do that in the background. While we're doing that, uh, Shannon, is that there about where you want to be worth it? Yeah, just directly in front of it. Just, you know, looking it over. Seeing if it has uh, anything I can use to mess with uh, Lindsay's character. Okay. Just have a bird, man. Uh, well, at least on visual inspection, you see that it is a, a standard 
uh, set of armor, something that I guess for a visual representation, kind of like a knight's tail, like you would have someone actually riding a horse on a set of armor. It doesn't have anything in the way of an animal shaped helmet, but it does have on each arm kind of in a mounted position, a shield and a great sword. At least a large sword. Mm. Cody, what are those? Uh, the map shows what looks like some little like pillars or something on either side of the armor. Those or would be those oil lamps. Okay, so they're set onto the wall. Yes, they're like sconces. Okay, sconces. Yeah. Got it. Who? Uh, I'm gonna turn to my party and ask if anyone you know has any uh, any uh, proficiency with the arcane arts that could uh, look at this uh, shield and sword and tell me if there's anything weird about it. I got a feeling. I do. Wait, Arcana? Same. I can do Arcana. I can do that. I'm plus three. I don't know if that helps. Same. Yeah. <laughs> Whichever. <laughs> you All two right. are more buddy buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get over here. Come here, buddy. Come All right. Here. Cool. Come here, Papa Viagra. Tell me. Papa uh... Viagra on his way. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got to do a thing. What are we asking for? If there's history, history afoot with this thing. Nope. Uh,. Technically, I got advantage. Did we did we uh, decide, Cody, if that's going copacetic or not? Yeah, I mean, if it's a part of your character's sheet, then yeah, if you've got well, I guess in your advantage because I you win. would be you'd be about fey fiends and undead. Is if you're looking at the history or things of that. I've, I critted on the first one. Yeah, no, you certainly did. So we'll we'll take that as what it is. Uh, yeah, you tell me all the history. It looks as though it is an armor that was used in a historically accurate battle in terms of the scarring looks as someone has used it in combat in its era, which looks to be about a couple hundred years ago. Uh, You expect, based upon what you've seen so far in this building, it's probably a family heirloom, something that has been carried down from generations. It does look relatively, in terms of observance, it does look stiff as well in terms of it hasn't moved, it's very rigid. But in that moment as it goes, Kaz, you get closer. That shield comes out and smacks you in the chest. <laughs> Stupid freaking Aiden, Aiden, Aiden. Aiden's, definitely, Aiden's definitely going to laugh out loud at that. I'm going to. And then chug okay. a beer. <laughs> for, what it, for what it's worth. Uh, Why you does he have, have a beer? Stop. Yeah. I, I'll, all right. Freaking calm down there, buddy. Sorry. <laughs> But that uh, the shield does smack you in the chest. It doesn't inflict any damage, but as it takes that shield back into its body, it starts drawing its sword up. Oh, shit. I don't like, like that. To roll some initiative. Man, I oh. want to smack his head off. Me? Is that, only is me? that everybody? I that guess. is everybody. I love okay. it. I love it, Cass. All right. 12. This is all your fault. I'm aware. Uh, I blame all of what's about to happen on 13. you yeah. solely. <laughs> and while we do that, I'm gonna go heat up. No, I can. Oh, you can't. You roll- can't initiative and run. What are you doing? Mine rolled twice. I don't know why. Cody, mine should be a, th- a three. I guess. I guess I rolled a one with the first one. Yeah. Ooh. Shannon, did you say yours was thirteen? Yeah. I mean, in in all fairness, I'm not paying attention to you two at all. Like, I would assume, and if you want to move me, Cody, I'm off to the far right, like right about here. Clever. Like, I'm going to check out these these couple doors, other doors. Yeah, yeah. These two are lost cause. I rolled a seven. Yep. 
You know, I, I can already, I can already tell that Rasmus is uh <laughs> is, is fed up with somebody's shit. <laughs> Let's pull somebody in here. All right, grid lines aren't going to quite line up the way they should. Whoa, oh yeah. is that it, Holy it, shit. it envelopes you all. You have no hope. You are now dead. <laughs> Someone said uh, no, let monster grow. That's right. So I'm going to go back into my monkness. So um, it looks like, I guess, when you roll with Beyond, you can click the number or click the little the B, Beyond yes. symbol, the B in the... Okay, that's yeah. why I rolled twice. I thought you had to just click the, the B. That's what I was confused about. Also, just realize my picture is still the Vault Boy. That's off-putting. <laughs> All right. So, uh, I suppose in the moment, uh, Zephra and uh, Red, before you guys would have uh, seen your compatriots get smacked around by this armor, would you have been inspecting anything differently? I'll give you the opportunity to. Uh, no, I've been watching the two that have been causing problems. Safe <laughs> decision. Hey, we do a net positive too. It's You're coming. Not wrong. It's coming. <laughs> all right. Well, fortunately for you all, the animated armor comes up a little bit later. And yes, it is an animated armor, as I think you have probably determined. Uh, Shannon, your character goes first. All right. You better uh, do good what you started. So I'm a little, uh, I'm a little um, forgetful At when this it comes point, to D and D combat. So. Before, I just want to point out before that this happened. That scared the hell out of me. Started... I just realized that was music. I was like, what? <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh. Like, I felt myself looking around. <laughs> I just, he thought, I an, just enemy, he thought out, an enemy uh, was approaching. It's, it's the real life meme. Why do I hear boss music? Since Shannon's about to attack, I just want to point out, like, since all this kind of started, I just kind of take a step back and I just kind of wave, like, toward the thing, like, be my guest. <laughs> oh, that's cold. Uh, so, Cody, I can step back and then attack, right? Yes. You can, you can take one step back. You won't take a attack of opportunity. That's what I would like to do because my whip's got a long reach on it. So I want to back up and then swipe, swing that whip at him. I assume does that matter in terms of that direction? Will that work for you? Because much like last time, it seems that you can all technically uh, control your characters. But as we learned, that right. apparently doesn't nope. work very well. No, that's fine. That works for me. So, yep. yeah, so uh, I see this thing, you know, smash my, my new friend in the chest with the shield, raise the sword. And that's when the joking stops. I told you guys that Aiden is not a complete idiot. He just is a little eccentric. So when he sees that sword goes up, he immediately just like tumbles back, whip out and just immediately takes a whip at him. Now watch me miss completely and fuck it all up. So let's try it. I cannot wait. All right. So I got a... 17. Wait, where is it? Yeah, can you guys not see mine? Uh, we're not seeing your shit. Nope. Uh, Did you do the actual add-on? I'm, I'm using the D&D thing, but it's just rolling here. Uh, yeah, because you, you've got you to uh, click on the numbers, not that die in the bottom left. Well, well for him, his character's yeah. not in our campaign, so I wonder if it's because it's not integrated in the group. That that's why. Be. That's probably why. That's absolutely yep. why. All right, I'll just roll in uh, roll I mean, that's 20 fine. from I mean, this we'll, point we'll, on. Uh, yeah, we'll take yeah. this. You said 17. It's 17, but I'll roll in there for now on, just so you guys know yeah, I'm not cheating. That's fine. Go ahead and uh, give me some damage. All right, so 1d4 plus 3. Man, that sucks, too, because that, that is very convenient, just clicking a button. Incredibly. It is. Uh -huh. 
just install the uh, the plugin whenever you're you got done. time. Uh, five. Five yeah. damage. Okay. In between, Shannon. Yeah, like Tanner said, install it here in a second. As yeah. that whip connects, you see the uh, the animated armor kind of shuffle back toward the wall a little bit. I think he's a, it's a it. I don't want to personify an animated piece of metal, but it's a bit taken aback by the fact that you were able to recover so quickly and get things going. So. It will uh, posture up as we come to Lindsay's turn. And I'll be right back. I'm going to pour some more tea. Yep. Okay. Um, I'm always so bad at figuring out what I want to do. <laughs> and it's already pretty much up against that wall at the moment. It's not all. It's just up on Kaz for the most part, right? Correct. Uh, let's see here. I think I'm going to go ahead and cast Thunderclap on it. Ooh, okay. Ooh. So, so uh, if you would like to, or I can pull it up, what does the first time we're seeing it or hearing it, Holy I guess, uh, what does I Thunderclap do? I create a burst of thunderous sound that can be heard up to a thousand, a hundred oh. feet away. Each creature within range other than me must succeed a constitution saving throw or take a 1d6 thunder damage. Wait, does that mean us too? I was about to say that mean well yes, Kaz you specifically. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, Kaz, you gotta take some. With friends like these, what do I gotta yeah, do? That, I got constitution. That's the difference between throw. creature and enemy. Uh yeah. constitution. That's saving okay. throw, yeah. Yep. I got you. Damn it. Well, don't worry. You and the armor both failed that con save eleven, so four damage for both of us. <laughs> Lindsay's going to get the first kill, and it's not even going to be the combat. It's going to be me. <laughs> oh, boy. This is going to be great. Bitch. I am. I'm you not know, this tracks. Kaz's rolls. Yeah, I didn't either. You didn't see whose rolls? Kaz's. Uh, that last one, actually. Yeah, Kaz, are you sending them just to me directly? Because I'm uh, seeing the roll from your. So did it automatically roll the damage also? Yes. Okay. Yes. That's, that so it does that in case you do hit. It's already expedited. Yep. Oh, yeah. Okay. It is. Cool. It is sending to the DM only. How do I change that? That's a lovely question. That may be a plug-in thing. I'm kind of curious if you click on that. Uh, uh, configuration. Turn on. Oh, nope. yeah. If you go... Okay. Not run there. If, well, you go to your, if you go to Beyond 20 at the top of your page, or your, yeah. of your character sheet page, if you click on just the Beyond 20 button itself, there's uh, the quick settings. The top one is Whisper Rolls. Does it say, what is your set to? Beyond 20 itself. Uh, so if you're on your character sheet, if you look up to where your name is, it shows your class and all of that, there should be a button near that that says Beyond yep. 20. Uh, I hear always it, whisper. Yeah, uh, so just set, set that to never whisper. Never whisper. Bang, bang. Okay, yeah, fixed. There you go. Yeah, so Kaz right, rolled now, a, a six. So yes, you will also take four damage. Thanks, Lindsay. I, I feel I'm it. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon, go put it's, that. It's a warning to behave yourself. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, first, there you go. First damage already, Shannon, and our teammates trying to kill me. Kaz, this All tracks, right. though. This is Lindsay. She's All right. It's time for Bjorn to get the bounce back because it is now uh, your turn. It's my turn. I want to get away and start shooting some bolts at this thing. All right. So I want to get behind. Big lizard man. <laughs> you want to keep on? Well, I will say, let me see, make There's sure no I, lizard man. No, there, there is I'm no lizard there. Sorry, I'm trying to figure out who that is. Is it north of us? It's me. Yeah, it's him. 
Okay, yeah, behind uh, Bacchus's. Yeah, Brock yeah, using, yeah, uh, oh, who was it? Uh, it was uh, Darno, Bacchus, not Bacchus. What's his name? Typhon. 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 Typhon Aurelius. Yeah. Typhon Aurelius. Uh, yeah. So I want to be to his right, but slightly behind him. Okay. There we go. I'll give the wall there. Yeah, I want to clip off a couple of shots at this, uh, a shot at this dude. Okay. I'm going to do it now. 17. About 17 does hit. 8. Piercing Eight damage. damage. Okay. Yeah, he take has, that, uh, stupid armor. With that, uh, with that bolt fired, you actually find a great midpoint where you shoot it uh, near the oil... Uh, sconce on the wall, but you catch him in what would be the neck in the side, and you see that helmet come off, trickle down the the uh, portion of the balcony here, and the rest of that armor just collapses. Booyah! That's what I'm talking about. Horseman, Papa Viagra. Well, that was... Uh, <laughs> looking at this armor crumple, just looked at everybody else, and that was surprisingly easy. At this well, point, I, I, I has got his shield out, and he's going to say, yeah, I wouldn't bank on that. Yeah. And he's keeping it angled in front of him. I walk up to the side of him, and I pull my bolt out, or wherever. I'm assuming the bolt is still in the armor, maybe? It's probably oh. skittered a bit across the floor, because you would have knocked that helmet off. But yeah, it's it's retrievable here in the room. Yeah, so I, I pick that up, and I just kind of like blow off the tip of it. And I, I look over at Aiden, and I'm like, that hate damage. Easier said than done. I put it, I put that back in my quiver or whatever those things are called. Do you actually, what are you, Deadpool? Do you actually yeah, reference the eight damage? damage I'm a, outside the game. I'm going to look ask at, about that too. Oh, look at Hunter's character and just go, what the hell did he mean eight damage? What the hell is he talking he about? Just, he just looks over the camera and he's like, now that's how you curse a stride. <laughs> that's how you curse a stride. I just nod and I move on. Yeah, so the CSI Miami opening people. starts. My, my, my favorite part of the campaign was when Castle's character yelled, it's Bjorn in time. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Yes. Oh, cool. Great campaign, guys. This was fun. I'll see you later. <laughs> I gotta go talk to a man about a vampire. I'll see you later. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, as you can tell at the moment, with all of these doors closed, you don't notice anything else happening for the time being. There's no other motion. There's nothing sounding untoward. The dust has been knocked about a bit here in this room, so there's still, again, kind of that air of dust. It's a little more choking in some respects. Like, you're probably giving a few clears of your throat because you've literally dismantled a piece of armor, but nothing ominous. Can, can we more did you, ominous. Did I miss can it? We did take you say that the whole armor suit collapsed? Like, the whole thing just collapsed yes. to the ground? Yeah, the okay. helmet was the helmet's probably skittered closer to the uh, intersection between these doors, but the rest of the armor just fell as it is. Okay, um, I want to, I want to, I want to get that helmet, and I, I want to keep it far away from the rest of it. Like, I we can just like set it over in the corner here or something. Oh, I don't you're know. clever with it. I, I just don't, do. I don't want that helmet anywhere near the rest of it. See, I thought Shannon did his athletics roll to go kick it like a soccer ball. No, I'm just showing no, you No, because then you do like Viggo Mortensen and break his foot. <laughs> I, uh, yes. Showing you that I figured out how to integrate my D&D. &D. got it. So, nice. Yeah, we're all good. Yeah. Was there, so 
if oh, um, yeah, you got it. So he moves. He moves that thing away. I'm gonna go. Can, can you see out the windows at all? Like, did the fog? Is the fog like kind of creepishly at the window, or is there uh, anything where, outside? From where you are at in this uh, balcony of this landing, there are no windows outside. Uh, Cody, you have, you have no. I, I want to yes. check out that shield. Sure. Uh, I do. I do want to say while we're talking about it, with a 19, you pele that perfectly. Like you, you ping it off of the top of this banister, this railing, and it just kind of sets there in the corner. That so was uh, by accident, but I'll take it. Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll get some creative uh, room there. Yeah, you can certainly go up and uh, if you would like to claim it, it it is a shield. Is it better than? Well, okay. Is it better than the shield I have? I guess is the question. I mean, it would depend on the stats of your shield. From what you can tell currently, it's just a a dented, worn metal shield. So, so just out of curiosity, whenever I hit the Arcana, like there was no like outside of just waking up this thing, there was nothing special about any of the sword or like the shield or anything. Nothing, nothing that like you that. could ascertain. The, okay. the items that comprise the armor itself are. Plain got it. Jam. Got to go that. Just want to make sure I didn't. Didn't miss yep. out on that. Nope. Everything, as um, you can tell right now, the only the only thing arc, arcane or magical about it was the fact this thing moves of its own. The components so therein are not. So there's nothing else in the room here. Um, I want to like lift up the the. You said that there's two torches left and right of it. Other uh, oil sconces are kind of like just mounted there. So oh, they're kind of like lamps mounted on the wall. Oh, okay. What about that little section that's like the the not a window set thing there? Below the eleven, it looks like a little blackout. Piece. I hear yeah. it's uh, it's something that's actually irrelevant to the map if we're going to go out of character, but it's uh, something that can oh, okay. get erased properly. Sorry, I, I yeah. couldn't tell if that was like a door. No, you're all right. Yeah, I was trying to, I was trying to do some quick, uh, all right. free Photoshop foo and am not competent. So, Cody, I'm gonna take that no Are you okay? Yeah. yeah if you want to head into your, I want to go after that southern door when it's time to move on. Oh, that's I'm a door. Still, how about the one right here? Yeah, anything. Right here. I, yeah, yeah. Anything that is revealed currently, kind of like the half white line or the half white bar, that is a door that you can. Oh, I thought those were windows. Yeah, no, all of those are doors. So I said, at least to your view from this landing, there are no windows or exterior views. There's just different places you can go. Oh, uh, you lied to me. You said that I couldn't look out a window. Oh no, you I didn't mean, lie to me. You were truthful. I mean, yeah, in this room, you can't look out a window. I mean, you might find one later. It has nothing to do with that, but he used he used the perfect accent. There's this Instagram account that I love called Little Bubby Child, and it's just like like made up redneck shit. And this is a little kid talking to his dad. And he goes, "Daddy, I went to school. The boy's name is Michael. He said his parents named him Michael uh, after Michael Jordan on account of he could jump so high." And his dad looks down from the paper. He's like smoking a cigarette, and he goes, "Well, what they do until he was he could jump? Just call him baby." And the kid looks up and he goes. He lied to me. <laughs> just the way you said he lied to me. Just, it was pitch perfect. He squints his eyes like he lied to he lied me. me. Son of a bitch. All right. I'm all right, so southern door, door. I want to head that direction. The southern door. All right. Mm -hmm. So for those of you going this way, I will note that uh, as you approach it, much like many of the other doors, surprisingly in this building, at least so far, it doesn't it doesn't resist you. It doesn't turn you away. The door, uh, well, they're not very right. good at security here. That's for sure. I'm gonna follow him. Yeah, let's all go. I, I wave right. everybody. 
turn the door and just wave my torch around inside a little. Oh, oh, yeah. I don't know what's around that corner though. You go ahead. Meanwhile, I'm back there trying to strap on this guy's armor. (laughs) All of it? (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, I'm joking. You you can certainly try. I'm joking. 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 What happened the last time you tried to put a helmet on? It didn't go well. They went fine. He didn't try to put it on. Is right, anybody I'm, else gonna yeah, make their way in here as well? I'll, I'll follow right. too. So, yeah, Hunter, since right. you're leading the pack, is although I don't have uh-huh. it laid out that way, how are you entering this room? Uh, I mean, I, pretty much the way I've been approaching this whole place: shield strapped on my left arm, torch in the right, and just kind of waving it about, getting getting a, a better view for everybody else. Because I have okay. dark vision, as you may recall, <laughs> as, as I do recall. <laughs> Okay. I have never gotten to say that. I have never played a character with dark vision. <laughs> uh, Hence the milking it. That's right. Yes. Yeah, you got to ride into it. Uh, this be room, at least once, a sh- once an episode. That's right. Uh, th- this room is likewise dusty, although to uh, Kaz's credit, there are a couple windows you can notice by that door. It seems to be a well-worn servant's room. That Maybe you know someone that worked with children because you see a couple toys, wooden toys, skittered about the floor. As you walk into the room, if you were to cast your torch this direction, well, let me actually get my cursor, uh, toward this north wall, you would notice a full-length mirror uh, to your uh, left, I guess, if you're facing the windows. You see another set of double doors. Uh, They are uh, French-style doors, or at least something apropos of that, because there are windows on them as well, glass doors that you could swing out to what looks like a balcony. Although outside you hear wind howling, from this level higher up, you see some rain, a drizzle starting to fall, but uh, still visibility is limited at best. For I'm gonna, reasons you don't quite know yet. You said that there's some like toys on the on the ground on the floor. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Is are they between me and like where the mirror is at? You said. Yeah, they would be generally, you know, somewhere in well where the the number right. is showing. Yeah, I'm, generally the middle of the room. I'm going to kind of slowly walk over to the mirror to look into it, but I'm going to like also step on one of these toys, just like spitefully, just like crush it down. Okay. Before you do that first part, actually, as you are stepping toward that toy and you lift your foot, you look into the mirror and you see a ghost of a woman staring back at you with a child in her arms. As that foot comes down, she gains a bit of shock in her eyes, and she fades quickly out of view, and you come down on that wooden toy. I'm assuming you're wearing some boots or something to wear. You damage it. Like you you splinter that wood pretty easily. Yeah, because I, I, I see it. I'm thinking about, like, some past things are just kind of coming up, and I'm just like, not uh, – yeah, I just, I, I just feel, felt the need to destroy it. Um and so I see this thing. Do, do I? Did nothing else in the room happens? No doors pop open. No crazy no. ghostliness. No, nothing to this point. You have all right. Looking in the mirror, only she disappeared. Is the is the wee ghost still there? No, she was holding the child, and they both bamfed out of sight as she noticed you, and then also saw your foot coming down. Well, so I, I didn't see any of that. All I saw was him just stomp a toy, and I'm going to call out. Well, that was unnecessary. And I'm going to agree, and I agreed it. with him. <laughs> now, why would you do? Why that? would I do that? I'm, I'm going to look at Cass. no him. Why would he do that? <laughs> I just asked, like, you have a do you have something against toys? It reminded me uh, of, of of something that 
It's none of your business. Uh, but I, then I tell them of what I saw in the mirror when it was happening. Oh, good. So you crush the ghost child's toy in front of his ghost mother. Well, that will go over well. I, I, yes, this is true. I'm Cody, looking for something were, to happen. You said there were multiple like, toys. There's lots of little different things. Yeah, it's generally like, I mean, you would have seen like uh, Bjorn soldiers, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I was going to say Bjorn probably crushed what would be like a small little rocking horse thing that you would probably play with alongside a set of soldiers. Just some wood trinkets. Okay. Nothing very ornate if you were to go look at them. Very, you know, uh, limitly painted. It reminded um, me of a swamp horse. I want to pick up. I want to pick up one of the soldiers um, and take it over to like to the mirror and just hold it up. Okay, you do so, but nothing seems to react inside of the mirror. No other beings present themselves. It seems to be static at this point as a mirror. Okay. Um, I'll just like set it down gently in front of the mirror and then turn to him and go, don't not again. Uh, Cody, I would like to speak out to any ghosts that, you know, pulling from my experience dealing with the supernatural, speak out to any, uh, spirits that may be in there, apologize for his actions and ask the child if he wants to play with the toys. You don't hear anything in the way of a response from, at least verbally, from a child. But you do start to notice a, a baby's cry faintly somewhere off to the east here in this room. I want to go investigate that. Get closer to yeah. it. And continue to talk yeah. to it. Lovingly. Okay. If you, uh, if say if you were in the middle of the room where Everybody else has congregated, or at least our two other players have congregated thus far. You are going to, I mean, process of elimination uh, while you guys are here. Actually, I'll just go ahead and show you. There is uh, nothing to see on the balcony other than just the outside and the rain that's falling and the general mist and fog. So there's nothing there for you to see. So I have a feeling I know where you're going next. Yep. And yep. and let's take us there. Okay. Let us take us there. There is no, again, no resistance on the door. It opens without issue. Well, should say if I can defog it for you guys specifically. You did. Um, we can see. Yeah. Okay. As I'm going to treat it, Chana, as you're entering the room, you start first. Yes. Uh, the room as you enter it is a nursery. Uh, the cry of the baby is louder now that you've opened the door. And to your surprise, uh, there is a ghost of a woman leaning over the crib, just whispering gently to the child, seemingly trying to get it to sleep. You know, maybe humming a little bit of a lullaby. You know, the time is nigh, it's time to sleep. Let your dreams take you away. Something, you know, nothing you know, threatening, at least that you can tell so far. Uh, I That's what you see from your perspective. I try to get any interaction with this ghost. I would like to slowly make my way toward it while trying to match the uh, hum and match the song that she's doing. Like I'm trying to hum along with it. Okay. Give me a perception check. Oh, Oh, I thought for sure he was going to make you perform. (laughs) (laughs) I thought for sure he was going to hit you with that performance check. Uh, Hold on. I'm looking for my perception. It's here somewhere. There it is. It's on your skills, right down the center. Yeah, it's yeah. a minus one, so we know how that goes. That's an 11. 11. Okay. Uh, you notice, as you peek closer to that crib, maybe you're about parallel to where the uh, 
the ghost is. If you catch just a glimpse of the crib, you see a skeleton of a baby. Oh. Mm. But as you but as you make your way there, the mm. ghost turns towards you softly and kind of and pushes you like she can't touch you. As she like pushes her hands towards you, you feel them kind of go into you, but she's generally seemingly ushering you toward the door. I uh, say it again. Go get her, Ray. <laughs> I turn around. Hold on. I, I, uh, in the, so where I'm standing is the door still open, and I can I see. Would, I, I would assume, characters. unless Aiden decided to close it, that's still left open. Okay. So I grab, I grabbed like one of those toys from the ground, the the little toy shoulders, and I looked at Aiden. I'm like, and I toss it to him. I'm glad. I'm glad you did that. For the record, out of character. I need an athletics check from both of you. I just want to say I'm glad he did that because if he was gonna if he wasn't what I was gonna do is I was gonna suggest he go in and talk to it then shut the door behind him and tell everybody else to walk the other way because he's about to, here he's about to die. All right, you said chaotic neutral for the win, folks. Athletics, yeah. you said. Oh, absolutely, actually, Cody. So actually, just only okay. Oh. Yeah, Kaz, don't worry about rolling it because you're not as as concerned in terms of that. Oh, although it would have been poor if I had gone with it. Thank you, Cody. Uh, yeah, no, Aiden, you, you catch it. it you, you see Bjorn <laughs> tossing throws you. it right into the door frame. <laughs> <laughs> he just shatters it again. Everywhere. Another one! Another one. No, you toss it, Aiden, you seem re- reflexively... Uh, she's kind of, at this point, you're facing the door, and she seems to be pushing you toward it. It's almost like a cartoon character. Your heels are squeaking if you were to feel something, what she's trying to do. But you catch the, the toy soldier without issue. All right. Well, I'm gonna turn around and and back towards the door and back everybody else up and uh, hold the toy out for her as an offering, and kind of give her the give her the um, Lin, Lindsay. What was it from Tangled? The Flynn Rider eyes that that uh oh the smolder. Yeah, I'm gonna give her. I'm gonna give her the smolder <laughs> while I offer it to her. Uh, she she makes her way toward the door toward you all as a group. And she gently, her hand is on the knob, though it doesn't seem like it's being physically drawn closed, but that door comes closed behind her to the nursery. And she looks at you all and she says, oh, oh, thank you, uh, but I won't need be needing that. Uh, very peculiar to have guests here, but my name is, was, is Margaret. What S- makes you find your way here? Also, I would appreciate if you do keep it quiet. We, uh, we have the, the child sleeping in there. Wait, so she used the word was? Her she name flipped. was Margaret? She flipped back and forth. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to push my way to the front at this point if no one has any objections. Go and I'll, for it. I'll introduce myself too, but I'm, I'm going like, to latch onto that and tell her that we all ended up here by victims of circumstance, effectively. Um. But it is interesting you used the word was. Are you aware of your condition? Things have been really foggy lately, and, and I, I do I apologize for the state of this place. It's it's very odd. It, it had it's been very odd recently, but no, I uh I, I sometimes forget. I feel that I'm here, but I'm not here. It's a very odd state of being. Uh, but I do, I apologize, I have nothing prepared for you in terms of guests. I don't ever expect guests here. I haven't, or we don't have them any longer. But this is, this is unexpected. We, we don't anticipate anything. What do you mean, uh, odd as of late? 
what's what's different as of late? Well, things have have been fine. The the child Bella. I'm sorry, I shouldn't be rude. Bella's sleeping normally. Uh, Elizabeth, the the woman of the house, she's been f- fantastic. But you know, things used to be a little bit ominous around here. Uh, as this conversation goes, I'll pull back a little bit. You notice that she's she's trying to be talkative, but you can tell she's uncomfortable talking. She seems kind of a shy person who's trying to be welcoming because she feels that's her job, but she does consistently flip. It's as if she in one word knows that she's dead, but in another word doesn't. Okay. I'm the, she's. I, I want to step in here and use the charm since as the most charming and the most attractive male here and uh, ask her. Yeah, that's right. Ask her, <laughs> ask her charmingly of how many of them you know it's true how many of them are here how, <laughs> how many of you are here charisma again uh, oh, my, my, 14 my, yeah mine too so <laughs> i hey i said it was Nine. the most handsome not the most charismatic <laughs> difference what's your I'm what's your one. I don't what's your beauty people. rating <laughs> i don't know he doesn't know that's yeah. part of the character nobody he knows. doesn't know he doesn't nobody get knows. it seven out of well, many people know but not yeah. him. he doesn't he's painfully unaware that's part of the character. <laughs> but I but I legitimately do want to ask how many of them are still in this house like her. Uh, there's myself, Bella, as you may have seen just a moment ago. She is here with me. Uh, there, There's also a, a doctor here. Doctor, uh, oh, goodness, he just visited recently. Moses uh, Friedman? Yes, yes, Dr. Friedman, that's right. He is, he is here helping uh, the son, the young ward of Miss Elizabeth, uh, Boris. He is here helping as well. And Elizabeth as well is still around? Elizabeth was around, is, was. Uh, she's here somewhere. Should we? But I, I must admit, I do apologize for being caught off guard, but we must uh, we must prepare, or at least I may mean to move about as we continue this conversation, because uh, I have a trip I must be taking into Barovia, in toward Ravenloft, and I, I do need to prepare and make sure the child is ready and everything's ready. So you can leave this place. I, of course, I've been instructed. I I need to leave this place. Miss Elizabeth has told me that that I need to go. But the the man of the house, the count, he must not know. This is this is a secret. This is something separate. He must go without him knowing. Why must he not know? Because we are paying. We are we're paying a visit to uh, Count Strahd. We've been beckoned to Castle Ravenloft to see uh, toward a specific. Activity. We missed something is going on, and I'm. We must see the count. That is what I've been instructed to do. I'm supposed to take Bella with me, and I really must prepare. And she kind of scatterbrain goes around again in moments, not really noticing that she's ethereal in some respects. Like she tries to reach for something in a dresser as if she's trying to pack a knapsack, and there's nothing there. But she's acting as if she's preparing things, and all it's all ready to go. I'm sorry. Tell me again, Cody. What is her name? Her name is Margaret. 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 Okay, that's blood, the one I missed. Blood out of my face when she says Count Strahd, and I kind of look at my companions and mouth the word Strahd again. That name keeps popping up, and I don't like it. Yeah, I don't either. Mm. Um, Margaret, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get her attention. Um, this might sound strange, but does Elizabeth like to dance? He does from time to time, but not much recently, especially uh, w- with the Count. Count Lagroft and she have not been in, in much of dancing moods recently. 
It's uh, who does very... like to dance in the house? I mean, other than guests that have come in the past, I can't really speak to anybody in particular. You know, we have had uh, many moons ago, many wonderful guests, events here where the, the harpsichord rang true and people filled the ballroom, but not now, not in a long time. Well, then who would be dancing in the ballroom currently? I couldn't tell you. No one that I would know of, at least. At least not then, now, then. And she kind of shakes her head, still kind of maybe getting the fog out. And she starts to uh, go toward the nursery. You don't see her for a second, and you see her come back out through the door. Again, the door doesn't open at this point, because at least for the moment, she recognizes what she can do. And she comes through, and Bjorn, you recognize the child in her arm again that you saw in the mirror. The skeleton baby? No, no. This this child is ethereal, much like Margaret, but is fully formed. It looks like a young girl, maybe a year and a half old, a very young child. I'm gonna I'm gonna make one more play to get her attention and and to slow her down and just say, you you said you're sent to be uh, taken away on some business uh, that you don't seem to be fully inclined to understand. What if we did it for you? Oh, no. What if we I, carried that mission out for you? I, I am sorry. No one can. I have been specifically instructed from from my mistress that I must make my way to the castle. Uh, she is actually supposed to accompany us, but I have not seen her uh, in many hours. I don't know where she has made her way to. Typically, she is roaming about the second floor, the third floor. I should have seen her by now, but I, I, I dearly apologize. I must I must go, and I, I hope that you can you can forgive me. I, I must be taking the child, Bella. We must be on our way. I, I am sorry. I, I pray you well. And you see her actually flitter her way through the mirror. Uh, so, Cody, before she disappears completely, I have one question to ask you. And then before I ask this question. So we have established that my character at least knows that something is amiss with Count Strahd, right? Like he knows that there's something bad about him. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we've established that you, you have some knowledge of that name. And I would imagine that based upon your conversations out in the mist or based on your talking at the very beginning of this, that the party has at least a bad feeling when that name is said. Uh, before she could disappear completely, I want to say out loud, you do know Count Strahd is a monster, right? She looks back and says briefly, I know not of Count Strahd. I've never met him personally, but I, I am listening to what my mistress tells me. She says, we must go. We must follow this mission. We have been instructed to leave the home. I'm sorry. I must be off. And you see her again, skitter through the mirror and the mirror becomes static again. Let's turn to the rest of the party and say, well, at least that one talked to us. That's a step up, right? I'm look over at Tana's yeah, character. But now I have more nothing. questions than answers. I'm sorry, were you scared of the monster? Like, I was just sitting back here watching you, and you seemed awful scared for a monster hunter. Do you, do you know who Count Strahd is? Don't worry about what I know. Well, if you did, you would know why I'm a, a little a little peakish. Peckish. No, peakish, as in my fear levels have peaked. See? <laughs> that's, that's the joke. I was hoping. Thank you. <laughs> That was a bad. I'm um, sorry. I'm gonna go ahead and bounce out, guys. <laughs> if you want to shoot us tomorrow, Cody. Real quick, is there anything on the the nightstands in that room? They're on the map. There is there anything of note on them? 
you see a few disheveled clothes, a, a few uh, worn, uh, like traveling coats, uh, maybe a bonnet or something of that ilk, but nothing, nothing that looks of value or nothing that looks honestly it's been touched in a long time. Um, I'm assuming you meant that was in like the chest there. What about the nightstands on either side of the bed? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, for okay. what I was doing this. Uh, no, you would see a, a candle on a holder that is not, you know, terribly lit. It looks as if the flame is kind of going its way down, I'm guttering. Yeah. Okay. And then on the other side, uh, a few little scraps of, of paper, nothing really, maybe a book, but nothing right. really telling. Uh, while they're okay. looking at that, could I go look at the crib and check out the the, the baby's bones to see if we can tell it of <laughs> how it died? Mm, creepy. That's my I mean, job. Yeah, you, you can certainly look. As you go in, uh, you take a look down and you... You don't see any physical, uh, like, impalements or attacks it would have suffered. So no, no teeth marks on the on the bones or anything. <laughs> and there's no other corpses in well, here. Well, at least the dog hasn't gotten yeah. here yet. Yeah, at least the dog is. Yeah, <laughs> I'm assuming these are double doors here to go out to sea. Is that like a yes. balcony situation? Yeah, it's a balcony. Okay, I would kind of open those doors and just like look outside. Is the fog out there? Like, am I seeing anything like at the edge of that? Nope. You are seeing what you saw previously. The uh, about five to ten feet outside of where the entrance to this building was and the outlying buildings, it is still enveloped in, in mist. You do notice now that it is raining actively. You're feeling like you probably need an umbrella if you're going to stay out too long just because it's you're yeah, getting I just, damp. I just hope the mist isn't that fog that turns people inside out. Oh, Hunter, something's get, <laughs> someone's getting in the room. <laughs> ah, too stupid cheap weather stripping. <laughs> Have you seen my chest? <laughs> chest. Oh, all right. So, so I walk back in. Yeah, just so red. Red. Anything. Yes. Looks like Kaz. Yes. I thought Kaz was on him. Uh, red. Uh, tiring of banter. Uh, he he wants to go back outside of the room into the uh, the the. Yes, he wants to go back out here in the hallway, and he wants to check what was in this door. I like to think he just said, I tire of banter, and just storms off. Of he smashes a mug out of nowhere. He just like. smashes the baby's bones and walks off. Jesus. He rips the toys out of the way. <laughs> yeah, you got some room to talk there, uh, Broken Boy Soldier over there. Tearing some broken shit. Boy broken Boy Soldier. All right, well, I'll be right back. Yeah, <laughs> you got that one. I got Find me some more toys. I'll do that some That is a great album motion. by the Raconteurs. I would highly recommend it. Listen to it it's now. Be- it's Bjorn in time. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> Red, you open that door, but you, you look at what basically looks like a, a storage room. You see cleaning accoutrement, a couple brooms, um, scrubbing rags, you know, buckets as if they were used to, <gasps> you know, fetch water for cleaning. Nothing out of sorts. Boy, that's found in janitor office. Tanner, buckets. Yeah. Got them buckets. You got any buckets Red. for it? Red's going to leave back out of that room, uh, head back up, and check these rooms up here in the north end of the hallway. Yeah, at this point, I'm long since following. Whatever door he goes to, I'll go to the other one. I'm going to poke my head out of the nursery and yell at everybody holding the baby's bones. Like, should I bring this? Jesus! Yes, yes, you should. I tell him. I tell him to put him in his pocket. We might use him later. I'm gonna go put place. Back. I'm gonna go place the baby back in the crib and kind of pat its head and say, "Sorry, little fella," and keep walking. Make me a creepy ass decision roll. 
right, hold on. <laughs> that's that's fucked up. At least he didn't make it talk to us. Uh, like, 16. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, 16 out of 69. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a creepy-ass decision. You take seven creepy in, points, you fucking in, freak. In Call of Cthulhu, he'd almost be insane by now. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, we, really, we really need to play that sometime. Oh, Shannon's going to go crazy by the end of the first episode. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You have you have a sanity score in that game, Shannon. Yes, Legitimately, you when you get exposed to weird shit, like you take damage basically damage. to the point yeah. that you can go insane. I love it. And and I like do. die like literally just gibbering, making noises. That's how dead that, I know. deeply want to bring this go with me and just like make it talk all the time, but I'm gonna, I'm going to resist. Well, well give me I will, a, give me a I will roundhouse kick you in the face if you do that. <laughs> All right, all right, move it on. All right, I'm following I'll see you. one on you. Please do. Uh, Red wants uh, to check this room. Yeah, and you know, Red, I'll I'll give that to you first. I'll I'll give you this room as it stands. You walk in. It's not much. It's a bath. It's a found a pincer. Yeah, basically, it's a bathroom, or it's a you know, you have the bath, you have a furnace or a wood stove of some sort in here. It looks untouched unused relatively clean in terms of tidy maybe not clean tidy but uh if you were to again lick the lick himself you would notice the dust like you did last session as well give it a lick i'm gonna nudge okay, kaz's so- character he's gonna do it he's gonna do it turn around and uh we can sense it follow to those <laughs> next through these next doors okay our uh, Lindsay, we haven't heard from from you. You followed along? Yeah, sorry. Yep, you're good. I'll drag you along. I wanted to go back out in the hall before, but I think I got spoken over, so it's all right. good. What are you eating? Tweedle bark and tweedle bite. What are you guys doing? I'm following. Uh, I'm, I'm following. Yeah. All right. There's got to be something going on up here. So this, this baby bone situation. Rasmus leading the way. Oh, there comes uh, another name. <laughs> the baby bone situation. <laughs> That's a good Rasmus, as you uh, find your way in this room, you again prove to be the the most successful adventurer of the party. (laughs) You have found another large room. Say, the master bedroom. All right. Make that tiger talk. Oh. 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 You you enter what? Bit from Clerks 2. Oh. You oh. enter what appears to be a, a master suite, which seems to have been neglected for some time. Uh, much like the portrait you saw in the entranceway of Lagroft, you see one in this room hanging as well, uh, closer to where this fireplace is. Okay. Is this you, fireplace lit? I yes. I want to head in and just kind of over by the table and take a look, just kind of see what's over there. You go toward the table? Yeah. I I guess this being here. Oh, my bad. Uh, opposite side. The yeah, little cafe set. I want to okay, go yeah. there. I'm assuming that's a desk that you highlighted first. That's where I'm heading first. Okay, so Rasmus is going to the desk. Bjorn yep. is going to the, the dinette set. And I assume everybody is making their way in as well. I am going to say, don't step on the rug. Red would like to check the bed. I am going to go walk over to the bed while he's checking it and literally kind of fall backwards on it and lay down and stare oh, up. God, again. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, Bad decisions. You are chock full of it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's resolve these one at a time from worst for you to best for you, all things considered. 
Uh, Aiden, yes. you uh, you fall backward toward that bed. As you fall backward, your weight hits that footboard and snaps under you, and you kind of just bounce off where the small of your back hits the foot of the bed, and then you like try to have to fall your way forward because the momentum's startling you. Give me a give me an athletics check. No. Yeah, the D69 <laughs> there it is. There it is. Uh, that is a, did it not come through? Nope. Nope. Of uh, 19. There, it is. Okay. there we go. Yeah, 19. You, you catch yourself <laughs> as you kind of rebound up, startling yourself from that wood, uh, footboard snapping. You kind of get up and oh, yeah. pause yourself, look around. I'm super agile. Uh, you do lose one cool point from your, <laughs> uh, perspective. You are no longer as cool. Everyone noticed. So that's, uh, that's something, <laughs> something you have to live with now. And then, you, and then you said out loud, don't do the voice. <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> Who did that? Who said that? <laughs> I'll look around at everybody uh, and go, but I caught myself. Huh? I just shake my head and just start. And, and I look back, shake my head, and I continue looking at the table to see what's there. Uh, Red, as you, before you saw uh, Aiden fall toward the bed again, nothing looks out of sorts other than just a neglected bed. It looks like people... Many days, maybe weeks ago, uh, maybe bolted out of this room. They didn't really care much for making it tidy or preparing it. it they kind of just made their way out as if they were in a hurry. But nothing right. on the bed looked out of sorts. Now it's just a can plume I, of dust. Now that uh, Dillhole has raided it up. Hey, can I can I inspect underneath the bed? Am I I'm a treasure. There's monsters yeah, under there. I hope so. Yeah, you, you can check under the bed. Uh, to this point. Uh, go ahead and give me an investigation check, but as you kind of bend down, you don't seem to sense like any. I'm assuming you probably like feel the weight of the bed. There's nothing like stopping your hand from going down. While you do that, uh, Bjorn, as you reach the uh, table set, that door that is to your back actually throws its way open uh, with heavy wind, and you bitch. see another balcony where it's just. Wind gusting in, rain is starting to fall more into sheets. Uh, wind, it's rain is swirling. A storm, you took it from the storm is brewing outside. So, okay, can I close that door just to like. Yeah. And then as, does, it, does it open inward? Is that what happened? It just kind of blew open yep. inward? Okay, so I close the door and I just kind of like prop a chair underneath and just keep that shit like on the, on the lot there. That you don't have any issue moving a chair. Nothing really happens. You just kind of prop it over. You kind of hear the rain smacking against the door now. But Yeah. So once I prop that, I'm like, I kind of turn to the group. I'm like, all right, enough of that shit. And then so <laughs> move back to the table. Um, and then, yeah, I, cont I continue what I'm doing here. The table looks relatively undisturbed. It's much the same way. There's a film of dust. It looks like a, a pitcher for a beverage the pitcher is dry it is empty but it looks like it would be a small tea set or something that would allow someone to take drink and meal in this room if necessary uh, uh. Uh, Rasmus you walk up to uh, you think it to be a, a desk but it actually is more of a vanity that you're walking up oh, to okay. you see on top of it a jewelry box that has its lid propped open as if someone had already, you know, was motioning to get something out of it. Uh, you mm -hmm. see a folded letter and a topaz necklace. I want to inspect the letter. Okay. 
You pick up the letter, and it reads thusly. My dear Lord Strahd, your advice on dealing with my husband, who is afflicted with madness, is most welcomed. I have arranged for travel to Ravenloft with the family. The Count is unaware of the plans and believes we are traveling to Kresk to visit the abbot. Thank you for your gracious invitation to stay with you and to see my dear husband well. Respectfully, Elizabeth Lagroft. Okay, well, that, uh, and, and turning to the group, I'll hold that up and say, well, this explains a lot. Uh, and then I'll just read that aloud. So the Count found out what they were doing, slaughtered them all, and now their ghosts are still trying to conduct their last business. Classic. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, there's a lot to put together here. We still don't know who that is in the ballroom. We have not seen the Count, nor have we seen Elizabeth. Nor have we seen this doctor who was mentioned in a previous letter. Um, I want to go mention, open that door across from the bed when he's done. <laughs> I'll mention the necklace, too, to anybody who's magically inclined if they want to give it a look, but I'm not touching it. Uh, when you hold up a necklace, I'm going to go look at it because I like well, to I'm going to point. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even going to touch okay. it. I'm just going to well, point I'll, at it. I'll go look at it because I like to Yeah, I'll allow you to do those two things kind of in short order. I figure as they're talking about the letter, you've opened the door. Uh, that room, despite being numbered, has nothing in it. It's a closet. There's okay. a giant 12B in there. There is. There's 12 <laughs> bees in there. <laughs> <laughs> and dolls. when the door opens it shoots bees at you <laughs> uh, swarm of bees roll for initiative <laughs> Cody if me checking underneath the bed I rolled a 20 yes uh, you kind of cat I- I'm assuming trying to do your best to not wave a torch on fire underneath a flammable bed probably a bad idea but yeah, from the, the light of the room and the uh, fireplace behind you you don't see anything it looks dusty it looks abandoned uh but there's nothing stored under the bed. There's nothing other than uh, what you see the four posts for the corners and maybe like a bracing bar in the center with feet on the floor. Okay. Uh, can I check underneath the, what looks to be a tiger skin rug? Yeah. Go ahead and lift it up. Go ahead. Pick it up. Is that another investigation? Nope. No, you can pick it up. I tell him to wear it. I, it's gonna it bite you. Yeah, I see him getting ready for that, and I've just got my hand on the whip ready to go. This never I ends told well. you. I got, to my, touch I got it. both my blades out watching, it's, just smiling. It's that thing where the music drops and Shannon just goes, Oh my oh God. Pulls a cigar out of his mouth. <laughs> Here comes the medieval wheat wagon. No, Tanner, the only check you're going to have to give me is a dust check because you've kicked up a bunch of dirt. all dirty. More dust yeah. bunnies. Yeah, you kick it up. The, the, the outline of the tiger is actually impressively on the floor, not dusty. Everything else around it is, but because the tiger skin was dusty, you've now kicked a plume of that in the air. Good job. I'm going to go on a great. similarly an arcana note. check for the necklace. The steps uh, don't go yes. any further up, right? The ones that we went up, this is the last floor? That's correct. Okay. As a 19. That is a 19. Uh, You detect a very dark magic on this. You feel uncomfortable toward anyone that would wear it. Almost as if someone has a connection to this piece. Well, that sucks because it's pretty and I would have taken it otherwise. But no. (laughs) 
If she I says any of that out loud, I'm going to be like, I just like slowly move my shield in front of me, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like somebody should wear this. <laughs> no, I don't touch like, it. Just, I just hint. I just like somebody should put that on, and I kind of yeah. step back. Magic, like, yeah, you start. I'm like, you go Red, first. Red with the tiger. Go put that on. It look good on you. You could be the Tiger King. You could be the Tiger King. Yes, <laughs> <Something> <laughs> broke as shit. Anyway. Some bitch down in Ravenloft. <laughs> I do have three warrants against me in Barovia. <laughs> there is a limo waiting for me outside. Oh no! All right, I, I would like. I want to go out and check that that balcony. I'm never gonna find. You want to go out in the storm? I'm moving away. I, I've I've already like. I'm getting the hell away from that because I know what happens when that damn chair gets taken apart. So I walk back over near the vanity with Hunter. Would you like to, uh, so you say you want to open that balcony? Not me. That was red. Red? red? I mean, red, you that can unprop yeah. that chair red. and open that balcony. Get me away from it first. Man, wait. I'm trying to think of what else there is to do. We've, we've, Man, wait. We've looked at everything, and I don't know what else. Go ahead. What are, no, what are uh, as he walks by me? I'm what like, are those on, chests ahead. beside the the bed there, Cody? Can I take a look in those? I guess dressers. While he's while he's rethinking his poor decision. <laughs> yeah, he can, he can rethink that. Uh, go ahead and uh, is the bed still broken? It, it, yeah, the, the, the footboard's still broken. Yeah, no, it's very much it hasn't repaired itself. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, as you go toward these uh, chests, go ahead and give me a. Uh, give me a, an investigation check. Okay, that's not gonna be great. Why? No. While he's doing that, Cody, six. I have a legitimate question. Well, never mind. I can wait. I can wait. What's up? There's a six. Well, I just so that rapier that I found, you know, the cane sword. Um, mm-hmm. I added. I don't know what to, I, I'm adding I it to my inventory so I could use it, but I just added a regular rapier. Is there any like magical properties yep. to it? Like, is there anything I? You know what I mean? Like, it, yes, oh, there is. I don't know how to do that, so we can talk about it later. We don't have to interrupt yeah, the show now for it. I, I, I can send that to you. Basically, the, the only uh, benefit of it is instead of doing slashing damage, it's radiant damage. Okay, cool, cool. Is your That's damage handy. still? Uh, is your damage one d four on that? One d eight plus three is what it has listed on D anD. d Okay, let me check that to make sure, because I think it just does radiant damage instead, but at a lower threshold. So, okay. we'll, we'll reconvene on that if the time comes. Okay. In fact, I can actually probably just send it to you in the chat. We'll come back to I that. Got, I got a six. Yeah. So uh, you, got a six. You, you, you rummage around. You uh, kind of fumble your way through everything that goes on in that, that dresser. But as you accidentally almost nudge something inside of there, you hear uh, a click. And what used to be a uh, just a spot in the wall starts to reveal itself. That's twice now that someone has accidentally found a hidden wall. So when he, when he does that, I I head over to that, just kind of open it up. Like this, you wait, what? (laughs) Cause where I'm at, I'm over here. No, I said, this, you, (laughs) When when you say when you say opens up like the like the back of the closet opens up like it's like a 
Look like behind. It's set in the wall in the back no, of it opens. Is that what you said? But bottom right, but in fr- near me, that that yeah. thing just popped oh, open. I didn't. So I, I didn't see that reveal. I, I, I didn't was either. very confused. Yeah. Oh okay. yeah, sorry. Yep. No wonder everybody's that, confused. That's why I was waiting. I was like, "What happens next?" So, though. <laughs> so again, I'm pointing at this thing that just crept, crept, now like, I get cracked it. Okay. open behind me, and I'm like, "This you." <laughs> Kaz was saying that, and I was like, what in the hell are you talking about, boy? Well, Hunter, he looked over at Dennis and said, did, did you do that? At this yeah, point, yeah. I, just throw, I, I just throw my arms up, and I'm like, oh, fuck this. I just Look walk over to him and open it up. Red, with his bow drawn, goes across the floor to go to that doorway. Shut up, dog! Sorry. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I guess by now I've noticed the thing that I did. Uh, so <laughs> I mean, You don't have to. Other people can lead you to it. I mean, they, they appear to be doing that whether I want them to or not. So, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I'll just move down to the, the like, the foot of the bed there and just kind of watch what's happening. I, I don't know. Okay. Someone yeah. going toward opening or, like, pushing the wall open, I guess, for lack of a better yeah. it, it would latch towards you. Uh, you would open. Let me actually reveal it and not just highlight it. It, it looks very small render here, but it actually gives you a... Um, it looks kind of like a dumbwaiter. Oh, I don't know if Ray can fit in that, but I asked him if he wants to go in. Sure, why it's not? It's probably just a laundry <laughs> chute. I think he can make it. Uh, I'm going to look at her and say, oh, yes, yeah, it's a it's laundry chute <laughs> hidden with a secret uh, <laughs> panel. Yeah. Chute. Maybe Sorry, they got some weird hobbies. Yeah, yeah uh, Red, you... You wedge your way inside. That's probably the most accurate description because you being as big as you are, or at least as tall as you are, it isn't comfortable. But you do see a a pulley rope to your right when you go in. But look at him, then look at her, then look at him, then look at her, and just kind of nod. <laughs> is there any like? Is there anything on the outside of it for us to functionally like let him down up whatever direction this thing goes? This like, fucking Wonka Vader situation. Is he in like a on a platform? Is he on an elevator? Yeah. Is he just like in? The, okay. No, there, right. there's a flat surface yeah. for him to enter in, and there's a rope to his right. There's nothing for you on the outside. So he oh, so he can only okay. So I just kind of like salute him as he <laughs> does whatever he's about to do. <laughs> what do you do, Red? Let's do it. I'm gonna <laughs> do whatever I gotta do to go down. That man's going out YOLO style. Oh, don't worry. It doesn't go down. It, it goes, goes up. Going up. I knew it was a wonk evader. <laughs> so All right, I'm going up. Goes to the roof. So so when he when he goes up and out of vision, I'm assuming, is there is this thing like a is there another platform that appears below it? Like 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 there's this chain link situation going on with like platform to platform that we can get in? Or is it, it just solo track? It's solo track, and now mind you, this may be my lack of knowledge on how a dumbwaiter works in real life, but I would imagine that it, well, if possible, waiter. it could be sent back down to you from his perspective if you know he's okay. there. Okay. All right. After seeing it go up a level above where we are expected there to be a level, I kind of threw out the likelihood of how dumbwaiters work. <laughs> yeah. All right. Do, do we hear any screams? How's this playing out? You don't hear anything from him, but unless, uh, actually, I'm going to take away his uh, ability here for a second. You do see the dumb waiter start to make his way back down. You know what? I live by day by day anyways. I'll go up next. 
Hey, all right. Rule the threes. I'll I'll be the third one to do it. I'm assuming it's going to play out the same way for the next for her character. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. As you guys go along, oh, yeah. I'm going to do I, the same. Nothing changes as you can observe uh, Bjorn or for Zephra as it comes down. It, I mean, it looks like there are a couple footprints in the dust, but there's nothing in terms of like there's no handprints on the wall. There's nothing frayed with the rope. It looks as it did when Red entered it. A little more comfortable for you guys based upon your general height. Okay, it, so she's going first, and then yep. right. Okay, and then uh, yeah, and then when she goes up, I get in there and I just kind of like look back at everybody and. I just kind of look at, at uh, uh, Rasmus and, and I'm just like, it's, it's Bjorn in time. And I just kind of like start creeping up. <laughs> uh, Bjorn actually pulled himself to his home planet because they needed him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he, he had, they had, he had nothing to say. I want to uh, look at Rasmus and just ask him, like, we, we're going to go up, right? Yeah, I guess. Um, uh, uh, let me go first. Let, let me go first yeah. because if they're up there dying, you should probably be the one to survive this because you're going to be the only one that could probably save this damn group. So let me die first. <laughs> I'm going to get in and climb up. And I guess I'll probably extinguish that torch before I go in. That doesn't seem like a great idea to have a lit torch in that small space. So yeah, probably not. Put that out, and I'll okay. go. I'll go last. Okay. Sling my shield on my back and. Away. For each of you that enter one by one, uh, you're kind of taken aback because, again, you didn't expect there to be another floor. And Rasmus, I'll kind of let you uh, see this from your perspective as the last man on the board. All of you now enter in. Well, I guess I should reveal this so that you know your entrance way a little larger in terms of uh, perspective but you now have a, um, a way by which you guys enter in one by one. Each of you would have been received. Like you would open up that door that would kind of, it's a little bit elevated, but it's not much for you to step down into this common area. Look around. Mm. Anything. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anything. It looks like yeah. just an open. I'm assuming this is just an open area. Nothing here. Yeah, I mean, you, you see similar to what you have previously. You see the, okay. the doors around you. I, so, I will say, for each of you, you feel more dread than you have to this point. In part because yeah. one of you has heard the name of somebody you did not want to hear. Some of you has already had a little bit of a um, encounter with what could be a dark magic on an item. Everything about this feels uncomfortable. We're uh, I'm gonna, bigger than we should be there. That's why we're not fitting properly. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead yep. and pop that door above sixteen open there. Uh, so real quick, is there any light mm -hmm. in here? Like, can we see? You can. Yeah, I was gonna say to it. You can. <laughs> okay. Um. Well, since I can see, then I'll light another torch from my pack now, so that we can. Or I'll. I, I don't know. Can I relight the previous one? I don't know how that works. Yeah, I would say I would picture like being a a wooden Yeah, uh, they're disposable. Okay. So I mean, you could just easily light a new one. But yeah, it's you've extinguished it briefly. You can come back up if you can strike it on again. You're good. Okay, I'll just do that then, just for sake of brevity. Yeah, um, I'm, ass I'm assuming nothing like jumps out of the darkness. Boots. No. So at the point that I light the torch, I do have to briefly go. 
So did you guys just stand here in the darkness till I got here? Or? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> just hanging out. Uh, sorry, I've got low light. Not bad plan. So I can see what was going on. I figured if I can't uh, see them, they can't. You have to have light to be able to see in low me. light. Yeah, you got to have something somewhere. If it's full dark darkness, vision. dark vision's the only one that works. Yeah. He has dark vision. I got low too light much requires in my bag. low light. Yeah, I have double vision. I was trying to use voodoo, but I forgot the spell. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, red and Rasmus would be the two. That's right. Red and Rasmus would have been the two with dark vision to be able to see. Yeah, I'm just still wearing them. They don't. They don't help. Oh, I do have dark vision. Cool. You do. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you don't have to worry you about it. Oh, okay. Oh well, that's what low, low lights. Okay, but he yeah, gained, yeah, he I gained light, dark light vision torch. by licking something yeah. earlier. So the, the, this is generally as if you were to wander around, you see this layout yeah, before you. That's a good place for me to be, so I can kind of just wave yeah. around. They can cast around. Yeah. yeah. So I want to I want to proceed with what I was thinking here. Oh, oh, I can move shit. Oh, hey, good deal. Hey, I can't see. Oh, yeah, that, me but, too. Yeah. Yeah. I want to. I want to. I want to pop that door open. Right here, but when I do, does it open in or out? This one opens in. Okay, so I just kind of like I I, I push the door open and then kind of like lean back against the, the out of the way against the wall, kind of there, right here. Uh, you can certainly try, but as soon as you try to open that door for the first time, you hear a stupid ass door. Damn it! Finally, something's locked. That means there's something valuable in there. So. Is there, a, is there a keyhole? I'm assuming I'm seeing him do this. Yes. Okay. There is a keyhole. Uh, I'm gonna try that iron key that I picked yeah. up some floors ago. Yes, sir. That key does not unlock this door. It seems a little bit too large for this. Got so, it. I'm hold on. Go, I want to see if go I got right that. back where I was then. <laughs> Before you do that, I want to see. Did I have a lockpick set? I don't think I, I did. I, I did it. It's already done. <laughs> Before you do that, this boy going back in time. All I did was try a key that didn't yeah. work. Cody, yeah. what kind of is this? Like a stone door or a wood door? What is this? It's a wood door with an iron padlock on it. I would say for for the rest of you guys, the this this is dark and dusty. It's a little less dark now that you have a torch here. You still have that ominous feeling of dread. You see that padlock on that door. Uh, you would have also noticed on this door that Zephra is in front of. Uh, there is also a lock on that door. Damn, I do not have lock fits. Okay. Would these be kickable? Like break them down? Fuck it. Fuck it. Let's do that. Let's keep the one down. with a padlock, you feel less confident about, and the others meow, seem meow. to this point capable enough of being done. They seem pretty wooden and forlorn. Is is the one I'm in front of the one with the padlock? Correct. Shit. This, uh, Cody, real quick, this area that we're in, I'm assuming, is is not, like, decorated in any way, since it's not, like, the main floor, so the walls aren't decorated, it's it's just Correct. It's wooden, bare, wooden beams and... Yeah, bare wood, bare stone, it. no okay. sconces, no lamps, nothing that looks as if this is a, an expected okay. hospitable area. Um, I'm going to come back to that door, and I'm, it looks like Red's already moved down the hallway. I'm going to do the same, but I'll deal with the north door there. Okay. So we'll take it. Uh, let's see. So I'll give a just an arbitrary roll. See who wants to go first. Uh, actually, uh, well, I was gonna say red, but it's Bjorn. My cursor's on Bjorn, but red's over here. Bjorn, you are the one who gets to that door first. All right. Do you do and you wish? Is it, yeah, open it up if it's. Okay. Uh, yeah, it is. It is an openable door. 
Alright, open it up. I really need to start clicking reveal instead yeah, I just hide. removed the cats from my room, but I keep hearing cat noises. They're cute, cute. That's not me, I'll tell you that. It's probably me. Somehow. Is it revealing itself? Oh, there it goes. Are you just sitting there going, <laughs> Mentally. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Oh. Bjorn, I do need to ask as you kind of walk your way through this door. You got anything on the you you carrying that thing? What am I carrying? I mean, I assume a light because otherwise this shit ain't yeah yeah oh yeah. I, I, I click up a torch because I'm I'm assuming it's going to be dark in here and Erasmus uh, Erasmus is went around the corner and I ain't got that cool at my goggles ain't working. Yeah. Um, I'm I might have to hook I might have to get hooked up by some witch doctor to fix my goggles later. So yeah, I, I crack open a torch. Like that shit, and then uh, I walk into this this rickety ass room right here. Yeah, uh, you see, it's a smaller bedroom than the one you noticed downstairs, but it's a bit of a mess. The, it's supposed the, to be where the help is. The chair that is where that desk is, it's down on the floor, like it's been toppled back as someone kind of threw themselves up and out of the room. It, oh it man, looks, it looks disheveled. Like it looks disheveled. It looks abandoned at that point. I assume there's nothing of value, obviously, within sight. Uh, other than you approach uh, the desk, you see a scrap of paper underneath a small leather pouch. All right. I check out the pouch. What's in it? Okay. You open up the pouch. You find a smaller key inside of it, as well as 100 gold pieces. I pocket that gold pieces. Ain't got to worry about sleight of hands. Cause nobody's around this time. <laughs> Okay. So I walk out front. Right, hold on. So I got that. Um, I don't do. A, I'm gonna hold off on exploring any more of this. Okay. I wanna. I wanna grab that key and walk back out, kind of with some excitement. And I take. I go up. I get up to this door here, and I, I throw a gold piece to everybody, just like just just randomly from from my bag. I throw them all a gold pieces. I I, feel, I I just feel generous. And then I try the key on that door. I'm well, I'm going to find that immediately suspicious. <laughs> that he's just throwing gold around for no particular reason. Yeah. Yeah. I'll catch it and like, just go, what's yeah, this for? I'm like, y'all y'all check that, that room down there has some shit in it. And I found this key and some gold and I wanted to share the wealth. I'm going uh, upon hearing that I'm going to go down towards that room and and knowing from what I've seen of this man so far, I feel like maybe he didn't do the best investigation. So I'm going to go down to that room, uh, pop a light and also check around while he's doing while while you're walking down there. Like as you start taking those steps, Bjorn, are you trying to unlock this, this door? Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm going to go over by him in case he does succeed opening it. Okay. Does uh, do you enter the room because that door unlocks? No, no, no. I don't. I I, I wait. I, it clicks, and I just kind of like turn around to everybody and let them know. Okay, access here, but I don't open it all the way. I just I just acknowledge that it's unlocked, and then I wait for uh, Aiden to to do his thing in that room. Do a little deeper dive. Okay. Uh, Aiden will make his way down. Actually, I'm gonna hold you. Uh, I was going to say I'll hold you off for a second, but because we're we're not in combat, everything's still moving pretty quickly. I assume in the time that Kaz ran down there, Rasmus, you opened your door, and Red, you opened your door, correct? Sure. Yes. Okay. So we'll we'll resolve first 
Uh, mm. A lot of chaos. I like it. I like a lot of chaos. <laughs> so, uh, Rasmus, you open That's your room. Chaos. You open your yeah. room first. Uh, you are startled. You open that door. You are taken aback. You see a decaying body hanging from the rafters. Oh, oh man. He and that smell that immediately penetrates your nose. Ugh. Uh, All right. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna probably duck back out of that room then, turn my head at least away from that, and just leave that door open for just a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Rich couldn't handle it. Let the stank out. And I'll I'll just shout something to the effect of we have a body. Okay. Red, you open yours and you see Oh, must one of them creepy rooms, man. Uh, Red's gonna be like, nope. Yeah, yeah. this <laughs> one without the ghost so far is the creepy room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm used to seeing ghosts. I, it's the unknown that I'm not so digging. Red, as you kind of enter the room, you know, lest you move any further from this perspective, you see this chamber is filled with old furniture covered in yellowing sheets. It looks like Ugh. chairs, a coat rack here in the corner where you can, you know, see parallel to you. Uh, couches dappled with mold. There's a standing mirror to in here. Uh, there's a couple mannequins here in the back, doffing what looks like maybe a top hat underneath one, but also just a sheet underneath it. I take back what I said. It's creepy now. Yeah. <laughs> and, un- and under this, in there, I'm done. I'm out. And then under this area, know. under the window, there is. You can vaguely see with your dark vision. You can see dim light out that far. You see a wooden trunk sitting there with the lid slightly ajar. Rasmus, so get in here. Right Go here. Get right here. Is that what? Yeah, okay. That's, yeah. that's, yeah. Got it. Okay. Hey, uh, I'm going to holler out the door. Rasmus, can you come in here for for just a second? Uh, gladly. And the moment that I enter that room, I'm going to go, never mind. I'm no longer <laughs> glad to be here. You just what, push him what and you say, see? you go check it out. Wait, hang on, hang on. I've been dying to say this. Red, what do your elf eyes see? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm going to stand back with my bow drawn, and I'd like you to uh, remove <laughs> <laughs> that sheet for me. Because it's making me uncomfortable. There's that one on the right? Which one? Yeah. I guess it's our <laughs> left. Yeah. Also, where'd you go? I'm, I'm he left. you. You are not. Oh, uh, he was yeah. totally <laughs> underneath yours. Jesus. So he picked me up, he picked me up I on was, his shoulders. And, uh, I was hiding my seven-foot frame underneath you. I mean, admittedly, I'm still holding a torch, by the way. I mean, we have dark vision, but I've, I've been trying to help everybody else out. And the last thing I do, want to do is go straight into that room with a dead body. So I why he offers me up for this, I don't know. But okay, I'll go over here and, and try to remove that sheet. It doesn't take much. I mean, you pull off that sheet, and it's a coat rack. It's just a wooden coat okay. rack. <laughs> okay. I'm going to turn to him and just go, satisfied? Nope. Let's, <laughs> Is this what you're looking across for? The room? <laughs> Let's take off all the sheets. He says something about the chest across the room, so yeah, I'm going to peer that way. I'm actually going to hold the, the torch back because it's screwing up my dark vision, um, and it's not going to help me see across the room. 
I hear yeah. a bunch of commotion from where I'm at about sheets, so I just kind of poke my head and watch. I'm just going to kind of squint and go, yes. You mean the, the thing back there without a sheet on it? Yeah, that's, we need to go check that out. Yeah, be Ooh, my guest. Died. Who's, who shit died? <laughs> oh. All right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to uh, replace my bow and take out my hand axe. You going down to that trunk? I'm gonna work my way there. Okay. I mean, nothing, nothing impedes you. I mean, it's a, it's a dank room. It's musty. You know, like it doesn't smell great, but nothing is. Okay. Nothing stopping uh, you so far. Before I touch anything here, I'm gonna like check the surroundings, look for any more booby traps like we had seen earlier. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna need an investigation check as you kind of feel around that chest and everything. Okay. Twelve. Okay. You don't find anything on the walls. There's nothing. There's no protruding spots. There's no concave spots where you would expect something to come through there. But as you kind of look your way down toward that chest, you open the lid. You take a step back. You see a frail bleached skeleton wrapped in a blood-stained bedsheet. And the moment you notice what it is, a purple specter arises out of it. This it's is the library in, ghost. In the chest or like on it? The skeleton is in the chest. Okay. Okay. And now the specter has come out of somewhere. Okay. Rasmus, no. I have a body as well and something else. Oh, you ain't got time to tell anybody, friendo. You better roll yourself some damn initiative. Yeah. And it's going to take... Uh, you guys can roll oh. your initiative as well, but just know you're out of the room, friends. I'm library ghost. To be fair, to be fair... Yeah, I son had of a bitch. I had my head poking in... Yeah, your the, head's uh, in here. Watching, yeah, I'll also I'm, do you I'm much yelling, good. I'm yelling at the other two going, yo, get... I got a I'm five. A, I'm, I'm taking my sweet time. <laughs> I am nowhere near it, and I don't know any of this is happening, so I'm not even going to roll... Okay. Well, I imagine Cody wants you on the tracker either way. Board. Yeah, okay. I mean, I can Maybe. put, a, I can I put you on the tracker like without doing that. I'll go ahead and roll it up. Uh, I mean, you don't have to. I can just put you on the tracker and leave you a roll if you're thrown into things. 14. And I'll just save that for if I go later. If that's okay. Yeah. Okay. Alright, I rolled a 10. I got it. Yep. 10, 19... Lindsay is Lindsay. Shannon, what'd you roll? Uh, 14. 14. Having some fun there? I don't know why I can talk for her. This is blowing my mind. Yeah, what are you doing? I don't know. Like, it's just an option. I can, like, speak for her. Hey, Cody, real quick. At this point in time, what time of day is it? So you, you are the one that's been typing uh, that, I can estimate. As you can estimate, we're probably early evening. Like, if you okay. would have arrived, I think so we'd It's fairly late in the day at this point. Yeah. Like 6, 7 o'clock. Yeah, that's, I was thinking about 6 o'clock, given what we talked about last session. Okay. I had a 5, Cody. 5, okay. Do specters turn to stone at certain times of day? I, I could hope. No, but we only get certain amounts of spells per day. That's true. You only get Man. so many spell slots. 
Yeah, I'm still yelling at everybody going, get over here. Get over here. Y'all are having some fun because, uh, again, these, these guys are rolling low. So Typhon, no, Typhon, sorry. No, Rats Erasmus. I'm so used <laughs> to your name being not that. Uh, you yeah. are first up on the board. Okay. I can only move uh, four squares because my chain mail is heavy. So right. I can't see them very well, but one, two. Yeah, let me see if I can enhance that time. for Three, us. Four. That gets me where I want to be anyway. That gets me close enough. Okay. Um, while you're while you're working on that, I there you am, go. a little better. Let me go back and look. Oh yeah, yeah, that's much yeah. better. Thank you. Um, I'm gonna cast uh, guiding bolt. Okay. With Ooh. the hope that if this takes longer than than uh, save you know, it things, then it'll it'll help. Um. All right, so I guess this is. I don't. It doesn't say what this is against. I don't know how that works, Cody. If you just have like a spell defense or something, I, I roll an attack roll on this one. So, yeah, it's just a ranged spell attack. So just roll your attack, and it would be against AC. Oh damn! So I rolled a twenty-four to hit. Yeah, you know, Wait, is that a, is that I think that's going to do it. Was that an at twenty? No, it was a nineteen. Yeah, plus five to hit. Okay. Um. So it's going to take four d six radiant damage. Yeah, it sure is, pal. That could have been better, but it's not terrible. 13 radiant damage. Okay. And so the next person who makes an attack roll against that same target before the end of my next turn has advantage. Basically, this Rasmus lifts up. He's got this mace um, that he wields on occasion. So I would imagine that he would have, you know, set the torch aside, pulled his mace up with the shield, he kind of waves that that mace like a almost like a wand, and then casts it from the tip of that. When that bolt hits, it leaves this like light behind on the specter. Basically, it's, it's that's guiding bolt. It makes it so that you, whoever hits it next, has like a better idea of where to hit. Yeah, does that give you like advantage on the next person or something? Yeah, that's the way that works. So the next okay. person who makes an attack roll on it gets advantage um, okay. as long as it happens before the end of my next turn. And just um, Cody, I don't know. Just to be sure, I'm not seeing myself on a turn order. Is that intentional? Oh, did you not roll initiative? Yeah, I did. I rolled an eight. It didn't. Oh, it did. Yeah, I, for whatever reason, didn't add you in. Yeah, let me a second here. There it is. That. I see it now. Cody, I would also yep. like to take my turn. Would you? Okay. Um, let me uh, let me uh, do descending again, real quick, and we'll move over. Yep, that's you. I'm I'm assuming because I just realized I have this ability and I want to use it. Um, I know I'm not with them, but I I can hear this commotion. I'm sure, right? Like all the noise and the attacking. Yeah. Um, oh, I've been screaming. So I want to where I'm at. I don't know if this is going to do anything, but um, I want to use my divine sensibility, which as an action you can detect good and evil until the end of your next turn. You can sense anything affected by the hollow spell or know the lo- the location of any celestial fiend undead within sixty feet that's not behind total cover. Just to see if there's anything, like, if we're being attacked by specters, if there's anything in this room, or, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. To see, oh, good I, I sense evil near me. Yeah. You, you can you can do that. I will note that because, uh, for your purposes, there's a stone wall between you and the specter that they're fighting, so you don't sense that one. But in as much all the way through... Let's see, 5, 10, 15, 20... Well, it'd be, I guess, total cover. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out everything here. Uh, in this room that you are in and the main area that you guys came in from, the attic hallway, as it were, you don't sense anything else untoward. 
no added addies. Okay. Well, in that case, I'm going to just kind of realize there's nothing around me. Just kind of think, ah, they've got this covered. And, um, all I wanted to do was if, if I'm looking around, can I actually take an action while I'm in here or is this combat? And I can't do that. I mean, your spell you would have been your action, but you can move. Well, I mean, like, uh, if I'm looking in the room and I see that letter, can I read that letter? Is that an action? Is that a free action? Yeah. <laughs> I very much appreciate that you're reading a letter, a letter distractedly while they're screaming and shit going on. He, but he yes, feels yes, like they, He truly feels like they've got this under control, so. Okay, yeah. Possibly. Yeah, you can, you can take that letter out from the desk, because, again, it was sitting underneath the pouch, or at least it looks like there was an impression where something was at, in your perspective. Uh, the letter reads, Dear Margaret, I fear it is no longer safe for my baby daughter, Bella. A dark curse has befallen our house and family, and it is only a matter of time before my only daughter, Bella, succumbs to the darkness. Elizabeth is ill and resting. Dr. Moses will continue to look after my son, Boris. Margaret, You've served me well, and I ask this one final act of mercy. Please, take Bella to the village of Kresk. Seek the abbot. He will help you. There, raise Bella as your child, and never speak of the horrors that have befallen this family. You will find 100 gold pieces in this bag to help you on your journey and give a tribute to the abbot of 20 gold pieces. Go. Do not delay. Do not tell anyone who you are, where you are going, or who Bella's parents are. Do not venture to the attic. Do not try to help. Leave now. Count Logroft. So reading this letter, hearing that noise of them fighting something, and then seeing where they looked like there was a pouch on here, and remembering the uh, Kaz's character throwing us gold, my, he just goes, son of a bitch, and he's going to book it back <laughs> towards that way. Well, that's the intention. Your movement. That's the intention yeah, next your, time. Yeah. I mean, well, I, I'd say to make your way in here like you had it i'd say five feet to get to the desk and grab that so you've got 25 feet left from the spot yeah or whatever your movement is i want to head back that way towards them one to slap kaz and two to to, to tell them what hey, they may be up against. <laughs> actually i'm a scream at uh uh how do you pronounce your name again Lindsay? zephyrus zephyra zephyra that uh i think it's a it's elizabeth it's, I'm coming, Elizabeth. It's and I'm, Elizabeth. As I'm running toward it. Grabs his chest. I'm coming, Elizabeth. <laughs> that was red Wait, when she popped out of that. Yeah, red fox, all right. <laughs> I'll just yell at her. It's in the letter. We got to help him. And all right. Yeah, you, yeah, you've done that. So, uh, red, you're face to face with a ghost or a specter uh, or a spook. What would you like to do? <laughs> With nothing else All to do, ha else. Hack, hack and slash with my hand axe. Yeah, go go ahead. Give me a give me an attack there. That's why you say you had to cut that ghost. He does get advantage, and he's no gonna more. need it. <laughs> gonna need it. Roll to seven. Now you get another one. You get advantage. A net. Yeah, advantage means you roll two d twenties. You take the higher. Yep. Okay. So just roll your attack again. That's better. There, there it is. Go. 18. Yeah. 18. Yeah, go ahead and roll damage on that second attack. Six. You do what feels like you, you partially, it almost feels like you're slashing at water falling. You feel contact, 
but it passes through with much less resistance than you expected, and you don't feel like you got all of it. Did that, that curiosity, did that radiant damage do anything particular to this ghost that we noticed, besides the mark, of course? The only thing you would have noticed, uh, both for all three of you that have view of this, is that dim glittering that the okay. already illuminated Spectre had. Okay. Can I, uh, am I able to disengage one away without provoking? Uh, disengage itself as an action, so you wouldn't be able to do that specifically. Okay. He's talking about shifting. Shifting yeah. back shifting. one. Yeah, you can shift back one just fine, which... Yeah, I'd like to. Well, yep. Okay. All right. So, I'm still in the doorway here, so I'm going to just loose off a bolt in its general direction. Okay. I mean, you are you are shooting through a room full of furniture and uh, Rasmus. So go ahead, you can you can loose that bolt from there. But I'm gonna need some disadvantage. Twenty-one. Yeah, but he has to take the lower of the two. Yeah, sixteen. Oh. Sixteen. It does hit. All right. Gotcha. So at that at that point, I scream eleven. God damn it! No, you don't. No, you don't. You, you can scream 11, but much the same thing is if you were paying attention to how Red was swinging. It kind of, it seems like the arrow strikes true. It goes through, but the specter isn't as, as impacted by it as you expected. The specter seems to be slowly fading in and out a little bit. It doesn't seem as corporeal as it has been, but it is... Uh, it's not liking what it's getting out of you guys. So out of curiosity, so I'm assuming that our uh, exterior characters are going to come in. So I'm going to shift inside and just off and out of the doorway. So that way I'm not blocking their entry. Okay. okay. If that marks the end of your turn, we move to uh, Zephra. Mm, boo. <laughs> I am going to move up to the door. And rather than attacking, can I do a double move to move further in? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and do one. Can I get like right there? I'm just going to hang there and try and gather my thoughts basically on how and if I can help. (laughs) Okay. That is something you can do. While you do that, for the first time in this uh, in this session, it's the Spectre's turn. And the Spectre is going to make its way toward its closest uh, combatant. It's going to make its way toward Red. And it is going to reach its hands out as if to grab the shoulders of Red. This is not going to go well. Red, what's your AC? 14? Yes. Okay. Uh, you feel you feel the hands touch you, but it seems that in that moment, the corporeal nature of the specter kind of loses its shifts for a moment, and it loses its grip on your shoulders. It's as if its hands move through you and come back down. It looks down at itself. It just looks at you and shrieks 
but that's all it can do. Rasmus, you're up. Okay. Um, having one round of this gone by, uh, Rasmus is going to shout something about abandoning the Marshall compatriots. It's doesn't seem particularly vulnerable to that. Um, and I'm going to cast Sacred Flame. Yep. So this is a dex 13 saving throw instead of me making an attack roll. Yep. It so does save. Okay. It does nothing on a miss. And so basically this like, it's the way it's described as flame like radiance descends on the creatures. So uh, once again, Rasmus waves his mace up above it. And I guess I, I don't know. You can rule everyone. I was going to say at the moment that it kind of starts to descend, this thing is wavering in and out. And so it wavers out at the moment that it kind of just passes yeah. through it harmlessly. Yeah. You give it about what I was going to give it. So that we'll stick with that description. Okay. Um, I am though. Yeah. To, I'm going to move up and flank it. Okay. I don't remember if flanking does anything in 5e, but I'm going to do it and try to help Typhon. Yeah. In that, or I mean, Typhon, geez, I'm looking at the other names. Red in that way. <laughs> yeah, I, I will <laughs> change that, that for uh, our next session. We'll get that all sorted out. So for the uh, next combatant, that would be uh, good old Aiden. Uh, can I make it into the room? Do I have enough movement to get Five, in there? What's your movement speed, 30? 30, I believe. Yeah. 30 would put you here. All right. I guess can I double move? Yeah, you can dash, which yes. is the same as double move. Yeah, I want to dash into the room. Taking the direct path you did up about right there. Honestly, it seems like you were about the same distance away from as Zephyr, just in a different direction. Uh, can I yell as a as an action or as a free action? Yeah, yeah speaking oh, of free action. Uh, can I yell out, Elizabeth, stop? Uh, surprisingly enough, it, it kind of... You can't tell if it thinks it's you or not, or if it's the name that you think. It does stutter for a second. Well, I don't think I can do anything else unless I could just keep talking to it, but we'd be here all night doing stand-up, so. Yep. <laughs> do it. Do it. I'm, I'm here for that. Next up is Red. But I do hope everyone just saw that. Oh, uh, man. I don't want to not have it flanked currently, so uh, I guess really the only thing I can do, because if, if my physical attack's not doing anything, I'm just going to continue looking at the specter and hearing what Aiden said, continue speaking to it. Elizabeth, is, is that your name, Elizabeth? You just keep repeating that. It doesn't. After the initial shock of hearing a name screamed, it's... It just stares at you and shrieks once again. You seem to, uh, you seem to feel as though it understands what you're saying, but all it is is shrieking back. Uh, Aiden, who is Elizabeth? I'll let you know on my next turn. Okay. <laughs> I guess I think that's how it goes, man. I can't talk right hey, now. Insert a quarter for more. Yeah. Would you like to know more? <laughs> EA. I, I, I would challenge <laughs> like everything. No, no I, I will say, uh, just, just to kind of give mechanics for a second, with the way you two are flanking it, both of you would have advantage on an attack. So, say, in this case, if you both stayed in your position, Red, your presence gives Rasmus an advantage on his next attack. Rasmus, your presence gives Red an advantage on this attack. 
I mean, if I am I still able to attack? Because speak, speaking was just still a free action, wasn't it? Yeah, speaking is free action. I'll go ahead and attack. Yeah, you haven't done anything in terms of your mm-hmm. actions. Yeah. Open room. So what are you doing, bud? See, you rolled a 22 in the first one. Yeah. Uh, that's all you uh, go ahead and roll damage. Let's see what happens there first. Because you only have one attack per turn, right? Yeah, but that, I have an advantage with... Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I was sitting here thinking double attack. No. I'm thinking Star Wars for a second. Sorry about that. I don't think I'm going to beat it, but... Nope. Yeah. All right, go ahead and roll either one. I mean, both are going to hit. Seven. You feel a bit more resistance this time as you kind of strike through the body of this specter that's hovering before you. You see it glimmer a bit as it shrieks once more. It gives out a a louder, more shrill shriek than it has previously. But as it does, you see the uh, corporeal form start to vanish. And within a couple seconds, it goes. Oh, she gone? She gone. She gone. Hey, we did it. Woohoo. That was out of character. Got the tools. In character, I'm still just like <laughs> mace up, just shield waiting. up, looking around. Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing circles with my crossbow, just like What the what the hell was that? I'm gonna, I know you you loosed it. I'm gonna hoist the letter up and uh read it out loud before i read it out loud to them i i'm gonna say i think i found something that may relate to what we just saw and then i'm gonna look at at bjorn and say you thieving bastard and then i'm gonna go back to my letter and and read what it says to the to the group you can't call him thieving when you possibly took the bones of the baby i left the bones the bones are there i gave y'all gold yeah the th- th- thieved gold listen I found this under, <laughs> I found this in that room, and I, I want to read that off to them and really emphasize the part where it says, "Do not go into the attic. Do not try to help." <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> this is. I'm pretty sure this is the attic, and I'm pretty sure we shouldn't have helped, or we shouldn't have tried to help. And I, there's probably a body in here somewhere. Has anyone seen a body around here? First of all, uh... first of all. Uh, regaining that torch so that everyone can see, depending on who's got one left at this point. Uh, I don't think we're we should be too cavalier throwing the the term thief around at this point, considering a great many of you have purloined anything that you can get your hands on since the moment we entered this place. Yeah, Gold I look straight down at his yeah, his, his little exactly. I look at his cane and I'm just like I tip my hat at it and walk by. I know there's finding and then there's stealing. I found and then this. I. I I flick him another coin as I walk by. <laughs> Secondly, oh. oh, it seems like it's perhaps. Oh, oh no, Tanner's okay. He's okay. Uh, <laughs> Tanner, <laughs> I thought you he good? passed out, man. Full, full blown. I thought his head hit the desk, and I was very <laughs> concerned. Um, uh, secondly, in the let's game. put the puzzle pieces together here because this is now the fourth, third, or fourth letter we've gotten our hands on that is adding more and more to this story. I think it's a little too late to not try to help, considering we're already here. Oh, While this conversation is going on, Red's wanting to go back over to this chest and try to get a better look inside, see if he sees anything. Move up here. That's where the body was, yeah? Yeah, as the conversation goes on, Red, you go toward it, and again, it looks as you were to uh, 
maybe manipulate the sheet slightly. It's a frail, bleached skeleton wrapped in that blood-stained bed sheet. It seems... It seems to be younger than the initial speculation. What you can tell from the sheet... What? What you can tell from the sheet and kind of how blood is laid out on it, it looks as if this person was stabbed multiple times. Do I see any items inside the chest with the sheet and skeleton? Uh, actually, yes. You see a um, a pale head bonnet. They are babies. So, as that conversation is going on behind me, I turn around Agreed. and say, "I believe I found the baby." No, we already found the baby. You already um, found the baby. It's younger with a head bonnet. It would be the nanny. I was going to say, I'm going to go over and check, and I would assume that I'm going to, this is a, an adult skeleton wearing a bonnet, or like with a bonnet in it. Yeah. I don't think we found the baby. I think we found his caretaker. So Did, the, the person we, we talked to downstairs? Margaret. Yes. That'd be my no, guess. No, down the, down the hallway. So noticing the smell as I ran in, I'm going to, so what is the smell back there? You know, I I know the smell of a dead body yeah. and the difference between a dead right. body and a skeleton. So whose body? Do we know about the other one? I I didn't go any further in. I opened the door. The scent hit me. Everything went crazy in here. And that's where that was left. I'm going to take off. Someone's room. hanging from the rafters in that room. Yeah. Red, Red's going to follow after. I'm in uh, I'm in focus mode now. Like I said, he he. He's eccentric, but he's also he knows what he's doing. So I'm gonna go in there and torch torch up, look inside and and investigate this body and see if I can figure anything out about it. Uh, the only thing, if you are the first one to go in, you kind of move that torchlight. The only thing you notice is that uh, as you enter the room, you see sticking out of it its back pocket, if it were a another letter, another scrap of paper. Um, can I? Can I cut it down, or can one of these guys shoot the rope and some way to pull the body down? I, it looks, I mean, it looks like a standard rope, so theoretically. All right. Uh, well, just for, we, we get the body down. I, I, I climb up somewhere and I cut the rope. Is that okay? Can I, can I roll for that? How do I do that? You can certainly try. All right. Is there a chair in here? There is. Yeah, there is. Can I pull that chair over and stand on it to get a little taller to, to cut the rope? I mean, theoretically, there's one underneath the body, too, but, you know. Okay, oh. then. I, oh, I don't know if I like nope. the, the way you smile I'll, when you uh, said that. Red, I'll wrap uh, some kind of cloth around my face and try to hold it from underneath just to block the smell, just to help the process of getting this thing down. As they're starting to do that, Red wants to grab the letter. And, uh, well, That's why before, they're trying to get the body down. Yeah. Before we go any further... Uh, Aiden, you you pick up that chair. Slide the chair. You, huh? Slide the chair. Slide the chair. Yeah, you, so you slide the chair. Uh, you stand up. You get, as you toward, uh, reach toward the rope, that body turns towards you. That face snarls. And we cut it off there. Son of a bitch. Man, oh. see, what y'all see, y'all should be more like me, just not give a shit about these things. Y'all want to get all respected. Respected. Respect whatever that word is. Yeah, keep trying. You're almost there. <laughs> You'll get there eventually. Use your words. <laughs> I just wanted to grab the letter. Well, we already and cut it off, right? So we can't keep going, can we? That's something you can certainly try Son of next a bitch. time. Son of a bitch. I got questions. 
Yeah, I'm sure you do, and they probably don't have answers at the rate you guys are burning through them, for fuck's sake. Thank you, everybody, for listening oh, into another episode Christ. of PZ85 Plays Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, this has been Curse of Strahd, uh, Adventure 1, Episode 2. <laughs> don't worry, there are more. They've survived despite themselves. <laughs> but uh, it sounds like they're going to have a lot of fun next time around. Uh, I will kick it over to Hunter and or Shanu to take us through the rest of the week that was slash is, because uh, well. all I do typically is this show. Well, I want to apologize first off for enraging Cody to the point that he uh, is. Oh no, is no, I'm loving this. This Cody? is fantastic for me. I can't tell if he's serious or not. Is he patronizing uh, me? I don't know. No, I, I promise you, so, I'm not patronizing you. Okay. So we we did not we did not have any anything new yesterday. This yes, is the did. first new show of the week. Wait, what? Yeah, because I didn't post uh, after dark till yesterday because Kaz was down and then I was lazy. So yet an old I mean, I mean they were aware of it though. Yeah, yeah they were yeah. aware of it. And then tomorrow was a new pro wrestling unscripted. Oh uh, boy, and boy, it's a big one. Oh boy, we might have <laughs> yeah. to we might have to call in some cats for that one. Yeah, uh, shit it's, it's gonna get wild. Uh, Vince McMahon is out at WWE. He is officially retired as of last Friday. Um, lo- literally, almost every piece of news spurs from that. Like yeah. it's that, and then there's like 16 other things that have to be discussed. That's good news. CM Punk was right. His doofus son-in-law is taking over. Tomorrow's <laughs> today. Fighting lawsuits tomorrow. Tomorrow's PW spoiler alert is entirely de- pretty much going to be dedicated to the Vince McMahon story. So yeah. which is a bummer because yeah. man, Death Before Dishonor seemed to be really good, but not, well, not for, yeah, not for Jonathan Grisham. Claudio Castagnoli. I was going to say John, Jonathan Grisham didn't have a great time. Claudio. No, Castagnoli he did not. Which is a bummer because I love Jonathan Grisham, but and, he yeah. requested and, um, his release. Oh, yeah. I missed that. Yeah. Yeah, no, He's he done. wants out. So yeah. we'll probably have to like briefly, maybe we dun, dun, do like, dun. we kind of do the John Oliver thing, do a couple of little small things there and then Go get right to our main story tonight concerns <laughs> yeah. this. Like the old I Want to Believe uh, episodes, how we used to do yes. before we ran out of topics. Yeah. You can like talk about how you uh, believe in ghosts so long. Anyway. Thursday, we've got an all new Podzilla After Dark. Lindsay put the topic out, but for the life of me, I can't remember it off the top of my head. I remember it. It is. Oh, Top five quotes that speak to us on a personal level. And I've oh got, yeah, from anything, quotes from anything. I've got yes. two of them already, and two oh, of my got... legitimate favorite quotes. I'm not going to say what they are, but as a spoiler, one is from Star Wars. You already know which one it is, probably. And two, uh, the second one is from The Simpsons. This one is a, is a little bit, uh, a little more obscure. Cody, I you go got ahead one? and try. Yeah, I can go and shine in my own since the man is a is a, the topic for tomorrow. Yes. Uh, my personal favorite quote I live my life by is by one Vincent Kennedy McMahon. It is, and I uh, as I say, uh, as impersonating as I can, life sucks and then you die. And <laughs> he also kind of sounded like the I, Beetlejuice from Broadway. Broadway yeah, you know, it was my best. I offered, I offered up. Uh, well, you know, I used to be. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I can't, I can't do it. I can't. The moment it came up, I was like, that seems like a good one. Uh, and then Friday, for the first time, it feels like in a while, and yet it's not, because um, we just did it live last week. But Shannon, tell them what it is. Uh, it's late night horses. Because I have, I, close. I have potentially a big surprise for that that I'm going to tell you guys about off the air. Well, I'm going to tell you now. Then now okay. I'm truly excited about it because I close that evening and then I open on Saturday. So it's going to be a late night, 8 a.m. morning, horses in between, horse sandwich. I'm excited. Yes. Horse, okay, that's the name of the episode, is Horse Sandwich. Horse Sandwich. That's what it's going to be called. Tanner, so I also, sure you right. Put some I also on that. just got a message from Ken Murphy. We'll talk after the show. Oh, yes, please.
I would like to do that. Uh, and then, yeah, we do it all again next week. Also, next Monday, uh, a new episode of I Want to Believe. We can tell you that in advance because not this weekend, but the next is the Strange Tales Midwest Conference on the Unknown, August 5th through the 7th at the Drury Plaza Conference Center. Um, so we've got one more I Want to Believe before that. We're also trying to line up something pretty special for that. So keep your fingers crossed. And that's it, Cody. That's all we you got. T- you say things now. I will say things. I will say thank you to our five players for uh, joining along for another thrill-filled adventure of PCD5 plays Curse of Strahd. We might meet him eventually. It's going to take a while, I think, but we we'll, we will get oh, there. We should have mentioned next week we are we are yes. off unless we record on a different time. Uh, no, if only because you're going to be gone. I'm gone. Yeah. So that's that's why I was going to joke about being, uh, the meat of that horse sandwich, but I'm not going to be around on Friday or at least I will be in, uh, Tejas. So next Wednesday is my motherfucking birthday. Tell your friends, tell your husbands and your wives, but don't tell me on Facebook because I won't be there for about a day. Hey, Hunter. Goddamn right. Hey, Hey. Hunter. Ask me if it's his birthday. Shannon, is your birthday? Oh yeah. It's my birthday. Yeah, well, tell, tell them what we tell them. Yeah, we're going to fucking <laughs> I do, though. I've been trying to plant a six flag. <laughs> you have been. Anyway, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Yeah, that know, is neither here nor there. Cody, the but reason for... it's called Six Flags is for the Six Flags over uh, Texas. Texas, uh, yeah. Okay. I, I don't wish to recount all of them because most of them are offensive. But until <laughs> I come back from that horrible place, and until we all come together for another episode of PZ85 Plays, I want to say thank you to Double H, to Shannon, to Lindsay, to Kaz, allegedly, and to Tanner. For all of the players therein, I am Cody Sandusky saying, uh, keep your nightlights on because I've already scared myself, and hopefully I have you too. We'll see you next time.